What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Monkey Mind Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Danny Prez, along with Anthony Florentino. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friends over at Daily Dose CBD, Inc. Daily Dose has the best CBD products that both Flo and I have ever used. I personally use their body balm when I'm sore after a workout, and it works like a charm. I also use their tinctures, which really helps quiet that background noise in my head. Both Flo and I swear by their products, and if we didn't, we flat out wouldn't be working with them. If you want to pick up some of their products, head over to their website, dailydosecbdinc.com, and use promo code MONKEYMIND15 at checkout for 15% off your purchases. That's promo code MONKEYMIND15 for 15% off your order at checkout. This is episode 42 featuring Hunter Garlasco. Hunter's a junior forward on the men's ice hockey team at Babson College. So let's get into the episode. Really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me, guys. I love what you guys are doing with this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you obviously posted your Instagram. Um, was that the first time you, like, openly um, kind of expressed how, you know, you felt about, you know, what you've dealt with? Or was there other times that uh, that you've kind of opened up about the stuff you struggled with? Or was, like, your Instagram, like, the big thing? Because I think you, you post something on LinkedIn, too, right? Yeah, so – so the Instagram definitely was like the, the first, um, the first thing that I like majorly put out there. Um, I don't know. I was kind of just feeling like I wanted to do something. Uh, Bell Let's Talk Day was just like a couple of weeks ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously being in the hockey community, like I loved what was going on with that, but something that, um, I wouldn't say bother, but like, I noticed that it would just be like a one day conversation. And then after that day, like nobody would continue talking about it. Um, so for the past like couple years, I, I honestly was thinking about like, man, I should, I should come out with a post, like revealing my personal story. And I I feel like a lot of people will relate to that. And, and the whole message behind it was just that I know so many people like struggle with the same things that, that we all battle with. Right. But it's just like a stigma around it. So they feel like they're alone because they don't hear other people talking about it. No. So yeah. Spot on though. Um, but yeah, I mean, why don't you kind of go in and talk about kind of some of the stuff that you went through and, um, you know, some of the stuff you battled or still battle and just kind of tell your story for everyone listening. For sure. Um, so, yeah, like towards the the end of. Uh, oh, and also introduce high... yourself too. sorry to interrupt you. But also yeah, no, too. yeah, sure thing. Uh, my name is Hunter Garlasco. Um, I'm a junior at Babson College. Um, I'm from Mawa, New Jersey, originally um, played for Don Bosco Prep and, and the Hitmen. Um, did three years up in the CCHL, played for Nepean and then Smith Falls for two years. And uh, yeah, I've been skating for Babson for the past two and a half, almost three years now. So that's a little bit about me. Um, yeah, going into what I've dealt with uh, towards the end of my high school career, um, I started feeling anxiety and I never really felt it before. Uh, like as hard as that, like, I think just like everybody else, you're nervous, but this anxiety was something completely else. Um, so I just learned to kind of, to kind of deal with it. My mom took me to like a therapist and I didn't really like, like that situation. Like she was like kind of pessimistic, which is, which is not what a therapist should be. So I was kind of just like, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with this on my own and and just I figured out things to do and and just ways to to combat it on my own and uh it would come in waves and stuff like obviously like when you're not doing things like during the summertime when I'm not playing like I would find if I'm just sitting around just kind of hanging out like that's when I would get the most anxious so I love when I'm in school and and playing and stuff it just keeps me busy keeps my mind right um but then this past summer with COVID um obviously like everybody else I was pretty cooped up um which definitely caused like my anxiety to to come in like uh, a way that I've never experienced it before um and I I hoped that when I got back to school it'd be like normal right like you get into the rhythm of things and it kind of just like gets better you you live life but this was just like a, a different animal. So I, I made the decision to go to the wellness center here at Babson, which is, which is awesome. It's free. And you get to sit down and talk to like a, a therapist and an expert and all that. And, uh, and yeah, they, we, we talked about it and stuff. And, and uh, I got put on some like antidepressant and anti-anxiety medicine, which has been like doing awesome for me. And, um, and yeah, I've been, I've been living since. So when like, when I decided to, to make that post, I literally was just kind of, kind of like was having just a down day and I don't know like what got into me, but I, like I said before, I, I had thought about like posting this for probably two or three years. And I was like, I can't think of like a reason not to post this right now. You know, like COVID has absolutely like stricken so many people. Uh, I've been pretty vocal about how like, just like the media and government have like ignored the like mental side of like the, the whole entire pandemic and just how everybody's so focused on, on the physical, the physical, the physical, but like literally zero attention was being paid to, to the mental, at least throughout like the summer. I think I've, I've started seeing more stuff now, which is good, but, but yeah. And then I, I posted the post and I didn't really expect it to, to be anything different than a normal post that I would get. Like, I don't know, something like 200, or maybe 300 on a good post, but it absolutely took off. Like everybody started sharing it. I got so many comments and messages like, it was crazy. The sport was unreal. Yeah, no, that's awesome that you did that. And I think um, one thing I want to point out too is that I think, you know, with that generates a lot of buzz and that's a lot of good buzz. You know, a lot of people are going to be reaching out, but I think the most important thing is too, is which I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of people who have seen your post and haven't reached out to you that you positively affected just by making your story out there. You know, just by putting yourself out there and making it vulnerable. There's so many people out there who are just reading it and recognizing it and just knowing that they're not the only one going through that, which is another big, important thing. You know, there's a lot of people who still struggle in silence and still have a hard time being able to open up about it, which is totally fine. Um, yeah. But that's like a big thing that, you know, a lot of people, it, it takes more more out of them to really be open about it and vocalize their appreciation. But yeah, no, it's, it's awesome that you did that. And um even that you got help too. a lot of people are, you know, hesitant to go and get help. What was it that, uh, was it just you pretty much, Hey, I need to go see someone or did you get a nudge or did it come? No, it it literally was, it literally was just me. Like I'd, I'd been aware of, uh, of like the, the wellness center was, was a resource that is awesome for me. And like, it was there whenever I needed it. Um, but like my first two years, I had things under control. I was, I was self-managing and was in a good spot. Um, but when I got back to school and, and with the pandemic and everything, like I, I noticed it, I, I just was walking around and it, it wasn't good. And I think another point that that kind of 
can be scary with that I felt personally personally about uh going to to see somebody is it kind of feels like your last card right when you're when yourself when yourself like taking care of yourself and stuff like it could be scary to let other people in and like tell them all your secrets and stuff like that you know because like there's stuff that I talked to my therapist about that I probably wouldn't share on Instagram even though I did open up so that could totally be like scary but if you are going through stuff I definitely would say give it a try you know because it definitely was a positive experience for me and and yeah, I don't even wish I, I I went sooner because I think I did it at the right time. Like if you're if you're self managing and you're doing all right, like that's cool. But when you see yourself start slipping down that slope, I think it's important to know that there are people there who are professionals and and really can help you. Yeah, I think that's a uh, a good point you made about um, not being mad or saying oh I should have went earlier. I mm-hmm. think uh, people need to realize that it can't be forced upon somebody Mm -hmm. but it also can't like you can't force yourself to do it at a wrong time because Mm -hmm. you're already in a negative mindset with that so i think that's a great point but i also had a question you said that when you were having when you did the post you're having a down day how did you feel you know typing that last sentence and what you kind of concluded that like first time expressing it and you know all that what what was the feeling that you know opening up in that aspect gave you man it was uh it was an awesome experience like I might even get emotional like talking about it now I think I was literally um at CVS like picking up my prescription um and I don't know I was just like having like some stuff was going on just like in my personal life and stuff like that and I don't know. I, I'm sure like tears were absolutely running down my face. Like it was probably a pretty just like awesome experience for myself, like opening up like that. And and the second I pressed a post, I, I felt like a massive weight come off of me. Like it honestly just felt good. I felt good that, that I was brave enough to, to kind of put it all out there. But yeah, it was, like I said before, it was something that, that has been on my mind for a long time. And, and yeah, like, as soon as I, I started seeing all the support, which I kind of anticipated um, a little bit, but I was just like blown out by how much there was. I, like, that's what I told everybody. Like the amount of support that you get will, will like make it so worth it. Um, another point that I want to bring up that I think uh, was said before was the whole reason that, that I think I posted it was so that like my kids in 20 or 30 years don't have to feel like any type of way about opening up um like to anybody right like there totally is that stigma and it takes like a lot of bravery to 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 put everything out there but i think step by step we need to work to get to a society where you could just talk about it freely you know and and i understand that it's a far way away but i think that's what i was trying to do i was trying to show people that that look you could you could say this and and it's okay. And you'll feel better about yourself. And, and yeah, that's kind of the, the main message behind my thing was, was just getting this stigma killed. Cause I hate it. It's the worst. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, I mean, I agree. I think the thing is people are kind of worried about the other side. They don't know what to think about the other side of after they open up, it's almost like mm-hmm. they don't know what to expect it. You know, but the, the thoughts are endless. Like are people going to think I'm crazy? How am I going to get looked at for this? But, the end of the day 
there's so many people who are in your corner and the feeling of opening up and, and being vulnerable and telling your story and just kind of putting that out there. It is a weight off your shoulder, you know, Flo, you give that example. I want you to give it again about like the, the jar of sand. Right. And it seems like nothing, but you keep throwing oh, the more pennies in. One. Yeah. Yeah. Explain yeah. that one. That's a, put- it's a perfect analogy for like what it's like to, to kind of hold this stuff in. Yeah, it's uh, you take like a mason jar and you every little negative thing you put a penny in, and you don't think much of it because the mason jar is bigger. But you know, one penny leads to two, two leads to five, five leads to ten. Then you're piling all these negative thoughts and you know situations in that jar. But eventually, the pennies add up, and once they get to the top, it just starts pouring out, and you're out of control because you can't stop it because it just keeps totally. going up and it's just something Danny and I have always kind of used and, you know, we're kind of each other, like each other's therapists at this point, but um, it's big for us because, you know, especially in an athlete too, though, because, you know, hockey players are supposed to work through everything and, mm. you know, all the minor things that, you know, are minor, but we make such a big deal because we're passionate about everything and, it eventually it adds up and you know we have that persona of portraying ourselves to be the toughest the toughest guy but at the end of the day we're battling these demons that nobody can see and uh they're just weighing us down as people athletes whatever it may be yeah i like that analogy a lot i've never heard that one but i think it couldn't be any more true um for sure um if you so you said it started this this all started in your junior year of high school right Mm -hmm. and you noticed that it was just kind of you know in the summers being idle and Mm -hmm. you know not having something to do was that like would you say was the the biggest factor or you know after going through therapy have you realized that there was like some underlying stuff too that was kind of going on as well because i mean I, I know that feeling. I, I've dealt with the same stuff. I'm a very high energy kid and in the off season, I, there's not that much hockey going on at least yeah. in the season. So it's hard for me to like put my energy into something else, but then going through therapy, I just, you know, <clears throat> I've worked through it and it's always just the underlying thing has been uncertainty and it's always come at certain points in my life. Like, you know, transitioning from juniors to college and then, right. uh, and then like hockey now into regular life it's always those like the transition periods where there's not structured and, um, and that unsureness of my life, that's kind of been the root of it. Um, was that something that you kind of found with you after, you know, speaking to a therapist that there was maybe something kind of underlying there that was actually triggering it and, and the idle, the idle time actually caused you to think about that or what was that process like? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I think mine personally I think it's, it's two separate things because I think what I was feeling after and like during the pan, I guess we're not out of the pandemic yet, but during this pandemic is different than what I've been feeling the six years uh, previous. So I think, I think I've realized and, and talked with the therapist that, that my like depression and anxiety are mostly um, like a chemical kind of thing, which I think is why the medicine that I'm on now is, is doing such a good job. Um, but it's, but the whole thing was like, 
when I went to the therapist this past fall, he started listing all these things that, that I should do if I start feeling anxious and stuff like that. And, uh, I was doing all that stuff on my own, like kind of just like figured out, like, that's what made me feel better. Like if you start getting anxious, just like, like watch a YouTube video to get your mind off things and stuff like that. Um, but I think now after the pandemic, it kind of evolved into, I realized things that, cause I was a super anxious, like young kid, like, and I never thought about it. Like you don't usually like look back to the time when you're like, like eight or something like that. But like, this has been so eye opening for me. Like whenever I would go on hockey tournaments, like I would never take, uh, like an elevator because I would be like, just like afraid that I'd be trapped in there. Right. And I've noticed like since the pandemic, like kind of just like being in a room without windows, like kind of just like puts me off. So that's something that totally I had when I was younger that that is kind of coming to the forefront again. You know, like I, I thought that was so interesting that like if I'm in a room, like I'll probably just like pop the window open, like make sure the blinds are open just so I could like be a little bit more comfortable. I don't know if that answers the question. I kind of got lost there, but no. yeah, just like, no, it's, it's like crazy. Like all this stuff, it's so intricate and it's amazing. No, that's spot on though. Cause I think you do, I guess now putting a label on it, you know, and saying like, Oh, I, I have anxiety. I get depressed. Um, right. You can kind of like look back to your childhood and realize like why certain things bugged you out the way they did like the elevator mm-hmm. thing. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. Yeah, totally. 100%. That's like, I'm sitting here just thinking of like everything, like in regards to like, did I pack my bag? Like, did I, do I have everything? Do I have everything? Like, yeah. am I, am I going to be late for the game? And now I like, you got me thinking back. Like I used to freak out because my dad was like, we got plenty of time. Obviously 10 year old doesn't have any sense of direction and whatnot, but like, I used to freak out if I thought that I was going to be late for a game or like something along those lines. And you mentioning that just like makes me think back of how early it actually really did start for me, which is crazy to think about. Cause I've never done that. I've just only kind of noticed it as I got older when, you know, I figured out what anxiety really was. Yeah. Right. But it like almost makes more sense. Like, like at least for 100%. me, like, I was like literally wondering like, why am I being like uncomfortable, like in a room? Like it makes no, like I've never like really felt this before. So I thought I'm like, I'm not like, like a claustrophobic person. So I thought, but then I literally would remember, I literally would walk up like seven flights of stairs with my hockey bag and my luggage because I was terrified to be stuck in an elevator. So it's, 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 uh, it's funny. And it's important to differentiate too, that, um, I think it's totally normal for people to get anxious, you know, and mm-hmm. for people to get depressed. But I think, and that's not, you know, undermining that feeling, but it's just when the anxiety and the depression become debilitating on your day-to-day life, that's when it kind of becomes a problem. You know, I think, you know, we talk about stress, like stress is important in our life. It's important to feel all the spectrums of the emotion, but when you let the certain ones like anxiety and depression or whatever the case is, when you let them, debilitate your your life and they lack or they don't allow you to function normally and it's a heavy weight that's when it becomes a problem and that's when you know maybe someone is suffering with anxiety and depression when it's now getting in the way of their day-to-day functions you know because i think we try to avoid like being anxious we try to avoid being depressed it's okay to get anxious at times but when it becomes to a point where 
okay, like this is getting in the way of like me living my life. That's when you, okay, there's something deeper here, you know? I couldn't agree more. And that's like such a great point. But I also think that's a point where at least with me and people that I've opened up with, like I've told my friends, like just like in conversation being like, oh, I'm anxious. And uh, obviously everybody's different, but, but my anxiety has always just kind of been like there, right? Like, like whether or not it's like more prevalent or not, like I, I kind of always just like was in this state of like being anxious. And I'm sure if I was like having a, a busy week or was in a good spot, it's pretty much like it wasn't there at all. But a question that I would get a lot was like, what really makes you anxious? And I, I could never like put my thumb on one thing. It's kind of just like, I don't know, like, like, a little bit of everything something, does. Yeah, li- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like literally just like, kind of like, this is a crazy life we live in, you know? So yeah. I'm sure like eating habits and just like sleep and all that stuff do, but that's not the answer they're looking for. They're looking for the like, oh, I have like an exam coming up or, or like, you know, like stuff like kind of some of the stuff that, that you were talking about more. Yeah. Just like transitions in your life or big, big points. But I think it's important to understand that some people like some people that that kind of just becomes their their like their normal mode and they're, and they're dealing with it the best that they can. And yeah, if, if things get stressful, then it might get worse. But I think it's important to understand that it doesn't have to be a big thing causing it. Somebody could literally just wake up and and just be feeling anxious for whatever reason, which is I think somebody who doesn't have anxiety kind of has a, a tough time, like understanding that they're like, what's the cause of this? Like, why do you feel like this? You know? Yeah. No, exactly. It's like the, it's always kind of there. And then there's like those moments where it just gets inflamed. And I mm-hmm. think that for some people, it's just, it's, it, it cannot be there. And then there's times where they're more anxious and then they're just back to normal. But I think when you, uh, you're a person with anxiety, it's always there. And then there's totally, certain, there's certain moments in your life or certain triggers that cause it to just like kind of go awry. And then exactly you get, you get the, the, to the point where you can't move you're depressed you're in your bed you can't eat and yeah. your thoughts are crazy but um no, how about uh i know a lot of people have mixed um feelings about medication you've obviously had a good experience what's that experience been like for you i mean um helping regulate the the chemicals in your brain i know some people they they love it and some people it, it just doesn't work for them so how has that been for you it, it's been good for me. Like I was saying before, um, during the summertime, I, I just literally felt like I was in a constant fog. Like I, I just didn't feel like, like an absolute zombie, you know, like wasn't really like nervous per se, but, but the anxiety was just like numbing me to the point where like, I just wasn't even there. I wasn't able to like really think straight. Like it was just debilitating. And then when it came time to come to school and, and I have all these like obligations and stuff, go, 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 go. That's where I'm like, I, I can't function like the way that I normally do. That's what made me like uh, want to go and, and see if I could get on something or just have a conversation. Right. I wasn't really looking to get on medicine cause I wasn't sure, but I just wanted to have a conversation about it and learn more about it. So yeah, I've had nothing but positive experience with it. Like I could totally notice like if I go like a, a few days, like I'll start, going back into that kind of like fogginess um and as like a super energetic like kid who like always loves school like that fogginess just like is my worst enemy you know like I like being sharp and as sharp as I can be just just being on top of things um but yeah the medicine is has been a saving grace for me so I'm happy I went and and landed on it yeah it seems uh it also seems like you have a 
you know, overwhelming amount of support from Babson and that whole community too. I, I see your um, Instagram posts every day. There's always a, you know, there's a new athlete opening totally. up and there's a ton of support for each athlete that opens up. And the, it's great to see that, um, you know, that Babson's kind of making that push and supporting their athletes like that. For sure, man. Yeah. This, this mental health Monday was um, something the, uh, the guy who runs the Babson athletics actually reached out to me and, and said, I love your post and, and I would love to share it, but it's like students drinking. Like, do you have a picture of you playing hockey? So like, it could be a bit more formal on the Babson athletics page. And I'm like, yeah, I got one. Like so I sent it over and he made that awesome post. I was like, so, so amazed. And all of these, these posts that, uh, that he did. So other, so pretty much back to the original post, I posted it and uh, thought like nothing about it. it was getting a bunch of support. But then the next morning, uh, one of my friends who actually plays on the golf team graduated and he just came completely surprised me, didn't give me a heads up or anything, but just posted saying like, I was inspired by Hunter and like, here's my battle and stuff like that. So obviously like I called him, I was like, this is incredible. Like, like, thanks for doing that. Like, you don't know how many people you're going to help like with this. And he's like, no, man, like, thank you. You helped me. And then after that, like I shared it. And I think, I think it was like 12 or 13 people like shared their personal stories over the next day. Like my brother, Rory, you know him, he yep. came out with his personal story, kind of surprised me with that. Like, it was just so awesome to see. Um, and then the guy hit me up from Babson athletics and said, we have this idea to make mental health Monday and make it a permanent part of our account forever and I said that is exactly what I wanted to hear like that is a permanent change for the better so I couldn't be more proud of that honestly no that's that is awesome man that's really great to hear and it's just a trickle effect you know it's more people are going to start to see it more people are going to open up and it's going to continue to help and um, you know make a change for the better but um, also what were some of the coping mechanisms that um, your therapist has told you to utilize that you try and do on a day-to-day basis um, that you find have helped you that maybe other people can benefit from, you know, is there anything in specific um, for sure that, that helps you. And, and really quick, one of the most awesome parts about the whole experience was that I got to share some of this knowledge with people who reached out to me, right? Like people, who I've never spoken to before or even close friends. I had somebody who I never spoke to before from India reach out to me. I don't know how That's he saw so my cool. post and I was able to give him some tips and stuff. He was like, dude, I'm going through a breakup, all this stuff. Like, like what can I do? So things that have helped me obviously are just try and stay busy. Like I know that could be tough, especially during the pandemic, but I think that is the best thing. Just, just being a productive person can, can be the best. And believe me, like, like you mentioned before, I've been in those states where like I'm not eating for like days and like I'm stuck in my bed and stuff like that. And that's when you kind of need to like rely on your family and friends to like to help you out of that. But then once you do get out of that, I think staying busy, if you start feeling anxious, I think acknowledge that and and try and get your mind off of it. Don't just like try and like ignore it acknowledge it and then consciously be like i'm gonna do one of my favorite things so like me i love watching like videos on youtube maybe like hockey highlights or something like that so like if i start feeling anxious like wherever i am i'll whip out my phone one of my biggest like crutches that hopefully i could like start moving away from is that like i always kind of just like want to have my phone by my side because like no matter how anxious i get i know if like i just like 
hop on my phone, maybe like text one of my friends, hop on a YouTube video or something like that. Like that's a little like spot for me where I could just like get a grip be like, you're fine. So I think just finding your own kind of safe space. So I usually don't use that word, but I guess me going on my phone and just watching a YouTube video, I get to block everything else out and, and kind of just do something that I know I like, you know? No, definitely. Other than that, the meditating thing, I would say go for it. That was something that I think is like, is a skill that I still work on to this day, right? Like my therapist was like, you should get into meditating. And that that's hard. But um, I had a couple sessions where I did get deep into thought and, and meditating and, and I felt great after it was like, it was incredible. So I would explore that route as well. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think just the way you talk about it, you're extremely confident and positive. Like you're, and you can tell, you can hear in your voice that when you talk about something, like you can see how beneficial it's been for you because, you know, obviously other people are hesitant to not hesitant, but when it comes to meditation, obviously some people can't sit still and that's part of being anxious, but um, you know, hearing, especially you saying that you're, you know, energetic, like energetic and whatnot. Like, I think it's great for people to hear that it's been, you know, so helpful for you, but on the phone aspect, like people, people have so many weird, like I do Legos, like the fact that you found something that's, you know, your crutch, as you said, is awesome because once you do find it, you kind of feel unstoppable because you have something that you know can overpower something that was overpowering you at one point so totally that's great do you do you walk around like do you have legos on you at all time if i was you i would literally like because that's that's like an awesome thing that totally makes sense that you could just like completely just focus on for a little bit i think that's awesome yeah no it's uh it's been huge for me well you have one that you do that i think is important too he uh like when you like touch a blanket or yeah so uh it helps, I, like, that contact right yeah so i have i have uh this blanket that i've carried around with me for college my four years of pro and uh i put it on my face when i sleep and that's uh, awesome or I, or I just grab it and hold it and uh that and then like different services and just kind of uh you know, like I love laying on the floor. Like I love napping on the floor. So mm -hmm. honestly, it sounds psychotic, but like when I walk into a room, I like notice the rug in any room I go in and it's like, wow, that's a great nap. Rug. <laughs> and I'll yeah. lay on the, like I'll lay on the floor. It's, it sounds crazy when I say it, but like, no, that doesn't sound that crazy. That just sounds like, <laughs> like you just like, like the, the physical touch of it for like, I bet that does go back to something in your childhood or something like some good memories come from just having like a nice comfy rug or like that blanket, you know, that's awesome. Blank, I've had this since I was eight. So yeah, that's probably, just, that's probably why, but like, that's kind of, uh, you know, obviously like, uh, if I'm feeling anxious, I'll literally run cold water over my like hands and forearms too um it's kind of just like relaxes me i guess you could say but it's not like i'm walking into a, a room and just like running my hand through the rug but 
it's uh it's that that's probably my crutch and obviously relying on people closest to me yeah um oh, we don't want to take up too much of your time um uh but um yeah we just want to know we typically end with this just kind of a piece of advice that you want to tell someone out there struggling or maybe it is something that you wish you knew earlier um, in your journey. Um, is there anything that you want to say to anybody or something that you wish you knew that, you know, someone could hear and kind of take with them and, um, you know, help them? Yeah. Um, I think I'll just give like my words out to people because that's kind of what started this all. I think you're, you're not alone and that's, that couldn't be said loud enough. And, um, I'm just going to keep saying that forever. I think, I think people need to hear it that no matter what you think you're going through, I promise you there are other people going through it. And as soon as you realize that it just gets that much easier. Um, you're never alone. And, uh, if you do get the chance to, to speak up and tell your story, not only will you be taking a weight off your shoulders, but I promise you, like you mentioned before, there will be so many people, um, who see your story and it helps them get through their day week. Um, maybe it changes the trajectory of their whole lives. You know, maybe it encourages them to, to go out and seek help. So um, I encourage people to try and be brave. I totally understand if, if it's hard to be, but so much good will come from you opening up. Um, yeah. No, that, that's awesome, man. That really is awesome. And thank you again for coming on and telling your story and being vulnerable and um, Flo, you got anything? No, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I think you got a great attitude towards this. I'm glad you found something that, uh, you know, helps you. I'm glad you spoke up because, you know, like we've been talking about, it's going to help a lot of people. But I uh, appreciate you coming on and uh, open up again. And uh, if you want to just, um, you know, tell people your social media um, tags so they can look at the post, I think that will help too. Yeah, so uh, my Instagram is at Hunter Garlasco. That's H-U-N-T-E-R-G-A-R-L-A-S-C-O, no space. Uh, my post is on there. I'm, I'm public, so you could look at it, share it. Please share it if, if you like it. That's another thing. I was pushing for people to share it um, just because I saw when you see how much it helps people, you just want to spread it as far as possible. Um, another cool thing that I don't know if you guys were aware of, I, I posted my story on LinkedIn, like two weeks after and kind of just gave my reflection on the whole event. And that post actually got shared and stuff. Like, I think it got over like a thousand likes and has been read by over, uh, a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand people, which is probably like, honestly, one of my most like proudest accomplishments of my whole life that like, I can't even imagine how many people read that and it, it just changed their day. So. Um, I think my brother that, is one of them. Yeah. So Hunter Garlasco on LinkedIn, if you want to check out that one, that was just so incredible. But yeah, thanks for having me on guys. This is awesome. What you guys are doing. Keep it going. Um, maybe in a year or something, couple months, I could come back on. This is a pleasure. Yeah. We'd love that, man. Thank you again for coming on and telling your story. And um, yeah, really appreciate it. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thanks boys. Talk to you yep. soon. Yep. See ya. Bye.